This episode of the Frisco Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Tumbleweed Textiles, our go-to for Texas-inspired t-shirts, hats, drinkware, and decor. Did you know that Tumbleweed Textiles was built by two high school teachers who have a passion for Texana? That's the unique culture of Texas. Tumbleweed isn't just stylish and comfortable apparel. They also support our local community by donating a portion of each sale to the Frisco Education Foundation to help provide scholarships for graduating high school seniors. You know those awesome Lifestyle Frisco t-shirts you've seen our team wearing around town? That's these guys. So go check them out at tumbleweedtextiles.com. That's tumbleweedtextiles.com, all one word. And use the Lifestyle Frisco code, Lifestyle20. That's Lifestyle20, all one word also, to get 20% off your order. Welcome to the Frisco Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Barron, Editor-in-Chief of Lifestyle Frisco, and today we have Dave Frakes and Brandon Frakes of Industrial Cigars in Frisco. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for having us. I'm glad you're here. This is going to be fun. So one of the things that I know we're going to dive into shortly is Cigar 101, just a little bit, because I, like maybe some others listening to this, need a little bit of education about why? Why cigar culture? Why is it so cool and inviting and why is this a thing? So we'll get into that. But first, will you please, either of you, both of you, share a little bit about when you opened Industrial Cigars in Frisco and why? How did this happen? When and why? What's <laughs> the easier one there? Well, the why. The why is easy. Let's go with the why. That's probably the most important. That's, that is definitely the most important. Why did we do this? Um, so I guess we go back to the original story which is uh, I used to smoke cigars. I smoked cigars on the golf course. Uh, the boys didn't know it. I didn't smoke in front of them. And, uh, but we knew it because uh. we, could see him, we could see him in the closet. <laughs> so we right. knew he was doing something. Uh-huh. The little monkeys would climb to the top of the closet and see my humidor up there that, was, that had these uh, cigars in it. But uh, so, you know, they, it, it was just one of those things I didn't do. So the boys were all athletes in school, and, and uh, fortunately they stayed away from all the bad influences that happened in high school. But when they did graduate high school, I walked out in the garage, they were smoking cigars. So I thought, well, that's okay. They're celebrating. This is, this is cool. So then, of course, uh, I had an opportunity to come to Dallas, so we abandoned our children, and we let them stay in, <laughs> yeah. stay in college. And, yeah. and then once, once we got their, their grades after the first couple of semesters, we decided to tell them where we moved and, uh, you know, cause if they didn't do very well, we were going to tell them we were in Kansas, but, uh, they decided to, they, they did well enough to, uh, to find their way down to Texas. But at one point, um, they actually came down for spring break and they were sitting in our hot tub. We have moved in, we moved to Carrollton and, uh, they were all out there and they were, they're grown men. They're drinking beer and they're, they're having a cigar. Well, I walked out and I smelled it and I thought, Hmm. Okay. So I turned around, I went back into the house and I grabbed four Cubans and I came out and climbed in the hot tub and they're all hiding their cigars <laughs> behind the blue brick wall. Like dad's going to kill us if he finds out that we're smoking cigars. Yeah. So he, so he never hit us once in our life, but we always thought he would kill us. <laughs> and, and that was it's the look. We thought we had it hidden so well. We just, you know, we're like, Oh, you, like you can't smell a cigar from 14 yeah. miles away. Right. So, and, so I, I jump in the, in the hot tub. We, Cut the cigars. I said, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. Cut the cigars, and I'm showing them how to light toast the foot, and I'm explaining how to cut it, not cut it down too far. And they're looking at me like I'm a total idiot. <laughs> and they're like, Dad, we've been smoking cigars this whole time we've been in school. So 
Um, for me, we're a very close family. I, I didn't know how to be, how I was going to be a dad to adults. Mm-hmm. And uh, this gave me that hour or two hours to be able to just sit and talk about school and life and where directions are going. And it, and it became that thing that we all enjoyed together. And they, they liked being with me as much as I liked being with them. Mm-hmm. And it was a couple hours a night. And so as, as time went on, we just started smoking together more and talking together more. And, and it ended up getting to a point where it was, uh, because my one son's a professional golfer, travels a lot. My other son was uh, uh, in track, so we traveled a lot. And we'd always go to cigar lounges and critique them. Uh-huh. And then it turned into how would we do it? Mm-hmm. And then we started kind of, they do this right, they do this wrong, and we started to observe. And then it brings it whole full circle when we made our, you know, our first trip down to Nicaragua mm-hmm. and being able to see it from the field because the way we see cigars is so much different. Mm-hmm. So then we really got to put, okay, these lounges we've been going to are cool or they're not, and you get to see the real culture from the people that are there okay, I think there's an opportunity to, to take this culture and put it into this world. Yeah, and it, it, was, uh, it was a real eye-opener because all cigars look the same, but they are not the same. It's just like yeah. all bottles of wine look the same and all bottles of bourbon look the same. They are not. And, and for us to be able to say, we need to learn everything from the seed in the ground to when that box is on the shelf. We need to learn that. And to go jump into that the culture of Nicaragua and then uh, obviously – same type of stuff goes on in the Dominican Republic and Cuba and Costa Rica and other areas. And it just, it was one of those things that we really wanted to, to learn. It's been an eye opener and to be able to share that has been so cool. And to be able to put videos of when we were at the factories to show and explain this process, people, our customers are getting much greater appreciation of what it is we're, what it is they're smoking, the, the craft that went into that and the craftsmanship that went into it. Yep. And I think, so to, to answer your question yeah. in the in the 15-minute version of the 30-second answer is you take all of the knowledge and all of our shared passion and all of our family's experiences, and we're, we're really bound together, as as you wrote, is this cigar is a great equalizer. It doesn't matter if you, you run an oil company during the day, if you, um, you know, you're just trying to get through college, it doesn't really necessarily matter. When you're together, you're doing it. And so we, we started going okay, let's make this for real. Let's make this something that we can go with. And all these relationships that we had developed over the years just started falling into place. Okay, we know we know this brand owner. We know this rep. Okay, we know how how we should build this out. And and then it just turned into operation, get dad to retire from the younger, <laughs> from the boys' perspective. Yeah. They failed to this point, but well, we're on our way. We're, we're on our way. We're, we're only one a year in. Yeah, yeah, we're a year in, but you know, we're, we're seeing... We're seeing growth that I didn't, I really didn't anticipate. Not not from a necessarily numbers perspective. That, that's fine, but from a relationship perspective, it's almost a cliche. To, you know, I, I said it the other night. We cannot forget about the people mm-hmm. because when I said it to Jasmine, who works at the at the lounge, I said it's not. You know, I was holding up the cigar. And I said, it's not a, it's not about this. It's not about this. She's a, it's never about this. It's always about them. And to see that from someone who had never smoked a cigar before that, before, before starting to work for us, oh, man, this is, this is something special. This is the real deal. So it, it's been tr- awesome. truly rewarding. 
That's awesome. Well, you've outlined that really well on your website. It's it's evident when you visit your site, industrialcigars.com. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Um, the welcome to the family message is throughout. And it starts with, what, six of you that actually came together on this deal right. and spent, as you already stated, spent a fair amount of time researching and what you wanted to do it right just as you said earlier if you're gonna if your sons are gonna smoke let's do it right and it was the same if we're gonna do this together let's do it right and it's so evident that you care about the people and you want this to feel like a home away from home and um how is that manifesting so tell us about some of your members well you know i think just as a as a one step back as you enter that door about our members is um I had a couple of the guys as we celebrated our one year of unlocking the doors. Our grand opening was in December, but unlocking the doors and figuring out what was plugged in and what wasn't plugged in. And um, the the questions that are asked, and a lot of our members are business owners and CEOs and stuff, so they come at it more from a business perspective. How are things gone? And the one thing that I've pointed out is they've talked about what what didn't you see happening? Mm-hmm. What didn't you see coming? And what I didn't see coming and, and through all of the planning and spreadsheets and submissions and everything that we had to do, I, I didn't see the people that we were going to meet. And that's something that you re- it's, it's hard to put a value on that. But to me, if all we did was broke even and we have these relationships, mm-hmm. we won. Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah. it is the, the relationships, uh, the people we've got to meet. You know, we've had wonderful, like, celebrities, uh, um, Cedric the Entertainer, Montel, Montel Jordan, Jordan was one was of the a, yeah. coolest This is how we do it. So he comes to my church all the time. That's is a whole that other right? story, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so sitting cool. in the in the private lounge with his son and that's awesome. And Pops <laughs> and Montel sitting across, I thought, I listened to that guy's yeah, music growing up so in I. that guy's car. <laughs> yeah. You know. It, <laughs> so, it, so from that standpoint, we've had uh, – you know, uh, we've got a couple of cowboys that are members, and uh, so we get a chance to see a lot of them. We get a lot of the former NFL players that live in the area come in. Awesome. Uh, several are members, and and uh, they they've they've uh, they become part of the family. And I think that it was important to us. In fact, when Jeff Cheney cut the ribbon, it was important for us that we had over a hundred people in the parking lot. Mm we had them all come stand behind us when we cut the ribbon Mm -hmm. because to us that's and and they're all still here today they they are and uh and in full force so um our our best advertising is them and uh it's i think it's because of of that family i mean we're serious when we say welcome to the family we mean it and we live it and i think what's cool with it is it's not the the six of us that live it if you walk in, we've got a gentleman named Ron Hancock, and, mm-hmm. and we've got Mark McCle- We've We have these guys that we'd never met, but when they walk in and we can introduce and say, hey, everyone, this is so-and-so, it's their first time, this is Ron, this, they, they'll stand up, they'll give them a hug, they'll welcome them, Love they'll it. say welcome to the family, and it's, it is the true culture of the shop. It's the true feeling of the shop, and I don't think I was prepared to see that. To be honest, I, I, I got to tell you, uh, just mentioning Ron, we come in on Saturday mornings and do our Saturday at the shop, Facebook and Instagram and stuff live. It's it's usually a lot dirtier than this. It <laughs> is. We, it we're is. trying to we're keep this thing clean, together. Frisco. It is a family show. But, but it is. Yeah. It yeah. is. But uh, <laughs> what's interesting is I came in the, this last uh, Saturday and there was a car sitting out front of the store when I pulled in. And I get out and in comes Ron. And I said, well, why are you here so early? He goes, to help you clean. 
because we clean every Saturday. I mean, we move everything. We mop everything. we constantly cleaning. But he came there to help clean. Oh, my and goodness. And I thought, now, this is crazy. Uh-huh. When your customers are going <laughs> to join you to clean the shop, that was just a big, big part Smoke of it. Smoke a cigar with us. He has yeah. a sense of ownership, I he bet, got, he, at this point. That's right. You know, he's like, that's this right. is my home. I care about this. That's as right. would, Yeah, that's really cool. It's an experience. I don't know any other retail experience and I used to be in the electronics business, so I've called on retailers all over, including Nebraska Furniture Mart, for 15 years. They have people that go there, but it's not like they want to keep going there. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's not retail. This is different. And I think the fact that we went into it thinking we're in the hospitality business we're not in the cigar business yep. is the difference maker. Mm-hmm. No that is really, really fun to hear. I love it. I have not had the privilege yet. I promise I will. I'm so sorry that I haven't been in yet. But tell me, because I am naive and, let's just say, ignorant about cigar life, cigar culture, all of it, give me a snippet of Cigar 101. So you host classes occasionally, and please plug those, but tell me a little bit, like tease me about what I would learn in a class, because I literally know nothing. So we do Cigars 101 monthly, Uh and every class is different. And every class, quite frankly, it doesn't matter if you've been smoking cigars for 30 years or if it's the first cigar. You can you can learn something. I learned something last week last week and I was teaching the class of tasting. So this one was tasting on the whole process. How do you taste that cigar? You know, after you cut it, before you light it, how do you it's called a cold draw. How do you get the flavors for it when you light it? You know, the whole process and everyone's doing this together and everyone's doing it blindly. Mm-hmm. And and so there are people just you've got to a flavor wheel up on the wall and everybody's going through, I think I taste this, I think I taste this. And, and it's either all BS or, <laughs> and, and you kind of think it is because you make it whatever you want to, want to it's make like a it. a wine tasting, that I've done, and yes, I get it. So yeah. we, did, we did it that way. But I, I would say throughout any Cigar 101, it would be from beginning to end. There are, there are certain themes of how to cut it, light it, why we're doing it this way, what, what the differences are between cigars. And, and uh, we did, one, of, one of our best ones was uh, how to spot fake Cubans because a lot of people oh, were heading wow. out for uh, trips to Mexico or going on cruises, and they're constantly hit up. Well, about 95 to 99% when you're on a vacation and you're approached to buy a Cuban cigar, they're fake. Really? So we showed people how to identify fakes. And it was fun after that class to have texts from guys going, well, thank you very much for the class. It was very informative. And yes, all the cigars in my humidor are fake. <laughs> so, yeah. and, and you know, if you paid a dollar for it, then you got a dollar cigar. If you paid $22 for a dollar cigar, that's where we kind of get stings. offended. But uh, <laughs> we did one event with one of our vendors, and it was a conversation that we had with an uh, uh, outstanding blender, master blender named Edgar Hoya. And uh, he actually, because there's three elements to a cigar, there's the filler, there's a binder that holds it together, and then the wrapper, which represents about 40 to 50% of the flavor. Oh. And uh, so we oftentimes fall into the trap of just saying it's a, a Connecticut wrapper, it's a Nicaraguan uh, binder, and it's a Dominican filler, and it's All $7.99. It doesn't mean anything to yeah. anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. So what we did is uh, we talked to Edgar about this when we went to our large trade show said, we, d- we need a blender to tell us why you use the ingredient you use like a chef would. And so he made a little cigars called holochos. Holochos. That, is a, that was just made of just the wrapper, just the binder, 
and just different fillers from different countries. And to be able to let our customers smoke each individual component and then to be able to actually, you know, because the wrapper itself is very strong. But then when you put it with a binder, it would be like taking a, a bourbon and putting water in it to, to knock the, mm-hmm, that kind of intensity oh, down. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and then when you put uh, filler with it, that's even more. So it's kind of like bourbon and then dropping some rocks in it and then dropping some water in it. It just, you, you're diluting the strength, which is that flavor. So it would be the same thing as, as dark chocolate. If you take chocolate in its raw form, it's so bitter. Right. But then add milk and then add sugar and then add cream. And then that, that creates that ultimate finished flavor. And that's because cocoa, coffee, all of those are all in that same area. They all ignite the same parts of your palate. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when we ask somebody about cigars and they want to get started, we ask what kind of coffee they drink. If they drink black coffee, we actually want to get them towards a stronger uh, cigar because otherwise their palate will be let down. Like I'm let down if I get a weak cup of coffee. Sure. So, and and if somebody says, I like, like my wife's, which is a double flipped upside down, half a <laughs> gallon of something in it that's non-fat, whatever, uh, then she's going to want something more mild. Okay. And, and we have those. It's just a matter of asking questions. Hey, talk about the event. What event? The event you were talking about okay, like so 15 anyway, minutes ago. With Hoya. It wasn't that long <laughs> Edgar, ago. Edgar Hoya. This okay, is, this is oh, why we don't get along in public. This is Saturday at the shop, and there's a lot more cussing in this one. Uh, all right, so they, he took all of those holochos, and we all smoked them together at smoked the same together. time. Okay. And you could do multiples. Why don't you right? take it from here? I'm taking it from Jack here. Wagon. Take it, Brandon. So you had the... <laughs> Jack are you White. sure come we on can't cuss? you have it's a family show it's a family <laughs> show okay okay so you you get to smoke all of them together so imagine 60 people in the room smoking two three four cigars at the same time wow. and they've got three four cigars in their mouth Nuh-uh. at the same time Do you have pictures of that oh yeah we've got photos and we had one guy who ron actually ron. had him in all of his fingers and he'd take a puff of each one and it looked like Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, <laughs> our air purification systems are phenomenal. But yes. when we had sixty people smoking four cigars, <laughs> they were working we hard. We challenged Jack. it. We challenged <laughs> yeah. it. They Funny. were working hard. Yeah. But but that event, I think, was probably the most well received. Just the yeah, most people unbelievable. Still talk about it because he brought in raw raw tobacco, these big leaves, and he said, "So how do you blend them, and how do you make them?" And Edgar said, okay, hey, give me those leaves that he's passed around. And he just grabbed them, deveined it, started rolling them up, bunching them up, rolling them on the table and handed them out to people. Cool. And to see that live was yeah. was like an artist doing the painting. And then he was passing them around. It was really cool. Yeah. What else do you have coming up like that? Do you have other events planned along those lines? Uh, we have a ton of events. You do? Yeah. And, and I, don't, I don't know if we want di- to date events like that or kind right. of stick to the recurring. Well, what do you hope to do? What do you hope to provide? Well, Cigar 101 will be every month. Every month. Okay. Every second Saturday of the month is Cars and Cigars. Oh, right. Is that right? What do you call it? Smoke and Rides. Which one is better? Which one is better? Smoke and Rides, clearly. No. No. (laughs) Cars and Cigars, every second Saturday, you'll know because it rains. For the last four weeks, for the last four weeks, it's been a boat show. Yep. And sure, uh, yep. we've we've decided we've come up with the solution for any drought-ridden country. Okay. Let's just have a car show. Yep, because it'll get rained out. Or a soccer yep. match, I know. That's I it. know. It's our, yeah. So, you're welcome, Africa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
And on that note, let's see, where do I go from there? Uh, <laughs> recurring events. Yeah, okay. recurring events. Cigars 101 we do, right. the car show we do. We always have, really, if you want to talk about annual recurring events, the we call it the Frakenstein Manor, our last name, Frakes. Frakes we do this Halloween party that Over I think Spielberg would Is that happening? Like, I don't yeah, know when coming. this is publishing. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you're coming. Well, uh, yeah, every year we'll, awesome. we'll do it on, around Halloween. We, we charge so people $15 if they don't wear a costume, and they get in for free with a costume. It I can is, scrounge up a costume. Yeah. yeah. Sure. It is for real. There's, there's a lot of people that haven't front. smoked come okay. in. Okay. So it's fun. Oh, All right. It's a blast. That's great. I don't know. What else we do? I think that's We're, we're always doing events. I mean, we're, Well, your doors are always open, really. Right. 365, yeah. 365 events or not and i want you to clarify for those who wonder there is a membership program there are benefits to that but is anyone welcome yeah, everyone's welcome okay everyone's welcome. and i think that is important is we're not a private members only uh club i i don't i don't know if it makes sense to break down the membership i don't think so but what's most important is when we say welcome to the family you're welcome yeah and you can walk in whether it's your first cigar or not mm-hmm. and we just ask we ask you to help us keep the lights on of buying cigars with us. Right. Other than that, BYOB facility and mm-hmm. that's awesome. Well, we have good people, and, and that's that's the culture. Yeah. That's the cigar culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And making sure that facilitating those introductions just it, it just keeps it so so much fun for everybody, mm-hmm. and the relationships and the friendships and the business uh, relationships that have come out of this connection has been great. Mm-hmm. That's great. I'm glad Frisco has received you so well. Um, that's really, it's really wonderful to hear. There's so many entrepreneurs here. And did you ever expect to be an entrepreneur? I mean, you are in multiple, two times over at least. You probably are as well. Multiple times. Multiple times. Yeah. So I just, this I've, is, this I worked is what you for, do. I worked for the wrong people one too many times. <laughs> yeah, decided I'm not doing that yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done that too. But no, I think we're, we're really, we always say that we are Frisco. Yeah. You know, Frisco reminds us we're from Omaha. We're, it reminds us of Omaha. Um, the people are nice. Everything's close. Everything's clean. It's just, it's just yeah. a wonderful place. We just, we love it. So, uh, my son Andrew has a, uh, he's a golf professional. He has a golf academy at at the plantation called Frank's Method Golf Academy. Awesome. Brandon's go local. My wife's business say thank you dot com, which does high end personalized gift baskets. Um, wow. Uh, and then this, so we're we've got all these businesses yes. in Frisco, rooted in in Frisco, and they're growing and and. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is awesome. You are Frisco. Great. You said that very well. That is exactly what Frisco is doing right now. Is yeah. everyone's living their dreams and courageously going for it. I love it. it. That's it. That's it awesome. Well, I can't thank you enough for casually, casually chatting with me about what you guys are doing and about the culture of your facility. I think it's so cool. I will be in. I promise. And I love. We'll get the, you on the right path. Thank you. And I loved um, in the article we published recently. One of the quotes from Brandon was, "Your last name may not be Frakes, but you are a part of our family." And that is Absolutely. so evident. It's very clear that that's how you feel, and that that's what's happening at Industrial Cigars. I love it. That's Doing it. it.